Not on my watch. Not on my watch. Welcome back to another episode of Gay Agenda. I'm Alex. I'm Tanner. And we're coming to you in a time when Vladimir Putin said, my turn. And baby girl, uh, the rest of the world's like, huh? Yes. Even China today was like, we're going to like stop doing some things with you. Did you read that? Well, China's refusing to acknowledge an invasion has happened. They've supported um, or they've taken the ban on... uh, importing wheat into Russia, which is going to help to maybe stabilize some of those sanctions that have been put on Russia from NATO ally countries around the world. Um, but yeah. I I thought that they had enough, they have a big plot of land over there in Russia. Why do you need that? Why do you need that? Is Why? it an ego thing? Is it like... Well, the Secretary of the National Security Council at the UN said um, the night that the quote-unquote invasion began, he said, I still am wondering why this is even happening. What is the reason for this? And I guess Putin is some is one of the only people that knows and that will tell us. But if you're listening to this and you have yet to really know, Russia has invaded Ukraine mm. and we are you know, a week into what is another war in a modern European city echoing what 80 years in our past but it's clear that putin wasn't happy with the land that he already had and is making his way west into europe to reclaim what we can only imagine is the soviet dominance that once was and i wouldn't be surprised if we see him creeping into poland and other countries that kind of surround that area we know that belarus is Mm -hmm. buddying up but putin has proven himself to be that gaslighting crazy Mm ex-girlfriend gaslight gatekeep girl boss and we do not have time for him honey that is this is horrifying and the next horrifying thing would be to obviously have a nato country um you know, attempted to be invaded by him. Well, uh, Turkey is a NATO ally, and they had one of their ships sank or shot at. So it's getting mighty. Cl- and I mean, that's the thing is you read even from Putin, like he's well aware that, you know, a world war is n- no one's going to come out of that as a winner. Nobody's it's, a it's, winner. No, it's senseless. No. And he understands what it would mean for Russia to, you know, go to war against, what, 30-some countries? Like, that's clearly not, I think, in anyone's interest, but no. it's so sad. It's it's just a it's sad. It's, um, it's I mean, I, I have a couple of friends from Ukraine who live here, and their families still live in Ukraine. And I talked to one of them yesterday, and she was just, you know, it, it's just a massive guessing game because nobody obviously anticipated this actually happening and that it would look like this, you know? No, this is a full-scale war. Um, but like you're saying, I mean, check in with your friends. Here in Chicago, there is a whole community, a neighborhood called mm-hmm. Ukrainian Village. Village. So if you're here in Chicago, maybe um, taking some time to spend some time in Ukrainian Village and visit the restaurants and cafes there. I think a part of this too and why people, you know, 
listen to podcasts is to escape. So we won't sit on this too long. But again, we say this is a distraction and it certainly is always going to be that. But there is a story that we've been following and it's continued to progress. So I want to touch on it a little bit. Mm. And that is the Don't Say Gay Bill or referred to as HB1557 in the state of Florida. The Tampa Bay Times is reporting this week that HB1557, Don't Say Gay Bill, has pushed on and is becoming closer is closer to becoming a law, um, and it's being hailed as something that would give parents more control over what their children are taught in school and services that they receive. Um, but critics of the measure have contended that they would undermine the rights and freedoms of historically underrepresented groups that are racial minorities and LGBTQ individuals. Um, so it's just, you know, we're really, I mean, we kind of flushed it out last week, but it's really something that is almost a mirror of what's happening in Europe. I mean, mm-hmm. we are just stepping backwards and there's such an uncomfortability with equality and just peace. Mm-hmm. Um, it sort of feels like in all respects, I mean, even the thing you just read and considering war generationally, how, how wide the gap is in schools of thought and it's just like these dinosaurs everywhere are like holding on to their last moment of like any kind of agency to do anything because if you consider like imagine 30 year olds running these countries and making these laws and stuff it would not look like this no like no one logically in the right mind and even you see i mean not to go back to the war in ukraine but you see um you see Russians getting interviewed, and I've seen a couple of videos where you know it's it's been older people being like, "I'm in favor of it," but for the most part, the people that they're interviewing, who seem like they're probably fifty and younger, are all like, "This is so fucked up," and it's like, it, you know, I I think like this is whoever is you know, it's also Florida, but it's, <laughs> well, it's still you know the penis of the American yeah. The United States. Really archaic ways of thinking that have, um, you know, shock waves, obviously, through mm-hmm. everyone else because it's impacting people's lives. It just, it's unfathomable that so many people are, their lives are at the expense of, and livelihoods. And futures. At the expense of a couple people's awful decisions. Yeah. It's just, it's like. It's ba- it is baffling to me. Well, and it's you know it seems so it an is such a shock and awe because there is such an expression of violence and war that's happening. But underneath all of that, and what hopefully won't come through all of that dust once it settles, is the ideology of Putin and his sort of um, anti equality mindset. And I think that some officials are already worried that if that spreads, what that looks like. Um, and, you know, the same circumstances that plagued this country around the last election um, was something that played out in Russia the last time there was an open and, quote, free election. And Putin did not win, but he retained power and is holding on to that still today. So overall, you know, the future tends to win, but the past continues to try to dictate what it looks like. Wow. Such a wordsmith. I'm sitting next to such a wordsmith. That's right. Honey. Um, but yes. 
changing the tone. Changing the tone for a little bit lighter, a little bit brighter. Um, As mentioned last week, Fashion Week has moved across the pond and we're seeing London. Oh, I was going to say, yeah. I was confirming what you were. Yes. Yes. So Milan has, um, is well underway. It's really fun. Adidas did this huge collaboration with Gucci. So a lot of the pieces that Mm. went down were Adidas collaborations. Fun. Um, Very rock and roll. Very 70s. Um, The skirt for women continues to be a huge pillar Mm. for the next couple seasons. So don't be afraid of a little length, a little skirt, a little femininity. Uh, I saw the Prada show, which had some... I saw Kim K sitting in the front. Kendall was in it. I saw Hunter Schaefer. Yes, you know, she, Hunter closed the show. She closed the, the show. The current face of Prada, no less. Our girl. Yes, we love her. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, once Julia Fox started stealing those Balenciaga looks from Kim, she had a... <sighs> She had to scuttle her way to the the next house, and she is killing those men's Prada looks. Uncut Jams. I won't even say it. it. That's that's all I'll say about it. Uncut Jams. Did you, and we haven't spoken about it, Sunday's episode of Euphoria, the play. The play. Thoughts. One of the best most entertaining kind of cleansing episodes after the heavy mm. stories we've been kind of yes. swimming through this season, but such a blast and to have a guy play her mom yeah. and um, the mom be such a riot in the audience mm-hmm. and the way that Cassie, Sydney Sweeney's character was basically the raptor in the window the of Jurassic <laughs> Park. Yeah. The hot breath. Woo! And Fez. I have, I know Fez. I, that was, I, I have one criticism of it and I think it's a well I don't know if it's a common one but I had a hard time and again this goes back to less than great writing but I as much fun as it was why are we spending an episode a whole episode recapping things that we have just seen in seasons one and two I think that there is going to be a resolution to that in the next episode which is the finale and that is that we know that these things have happened before. We've seen them. Yes. But we've seen them through Rue's perspective. We've seen them maybe for, through Jules's, And now we're seeing them through um, Lexi's. Lexi's. And I think that there's going to be something that happened within all of those things we've already seen that we haven't seen before. Sure. I mean, there was sort of these echoes of things that occurred. Mm-hmm. Like Cal. Yeah. And... Yeah. Um, I think... There's, right, I I would love, and I guess it just depends how many seasons they have, you know. I know they signed on for season three, so that's great, because there's obviously so many loose ends that, you know, what happened to Cal? What happened to the drug lady? What happened to Rue when she was there? Are these questions we're going to get answered? I have no idea. And do I think it's interesting that we took a one-episode pause from answering any of those? I do think so. I don't think Sam is stupid. I think the writing maybe leans a little too much on the actual cinematography of it so the story can kind of suffer but i think this next episode something big will happen we know from the promo baby so but i loved it i thought the episode was great i loved the gym duh i mean gay Mm -hmm. hello hello um i love seeing rue happy yeah she looks so happy in that theater yeah um of course cassie had her uh you know, Margot Robbie moment, I, Tanya, in the mirror of the crying. We love that. incredible. It really was. She is a powerhouse. Oh, she's a powerhouse. Yes. Her and Zendaya. 
All of them. All of them. So I'm excited to see how that flushes itself out. Mm-hmm. And we'll obviously talk about it. But yeah. um, it wasn't just Euphoria that had a great episode. I would say that there's always that break between winter and spring where there is a week of just knockout episodes for all the shows that I watch. And I'll tell you what, it's now the IMDb highest rated episode of the series and that's RuPaul's Drag Race um, mm. the last episode uh, I haven't seen it it was incredible oh my god was it just good performing or did something happen it was an acting challenge okay. and it was just the girl there was obviously some insecurity and overthinking but mm-hmm. overall they really did they know what they're doing they shine they shine so well and there was a funny little goof that Rue added to the production mm, okay um so it was just such a thrill and then mm, there was rupaul's drag race uk versus the world and that was snatch game and that was incredible and bag of chips mbe played kathy bates saw that of misery and it was what michelle says a master class in snatch game and it was and i mean bag of chips doesn't have an mbe for nothing mm, mm, mm. and you can throw a diva fit for not getting your way all you want if you come out and you yeah. Execute like that. I saw that Jimbo went home, though. Which... I was literally so, for days, pissed off. Because that was a standout from Canada's first season of Drag Race. And we just cannot get enough of Jimbo. And to have been sent home in a very strategic yeah. move by Pangea, well... He yeah. came back to haunt Pangea the next week in what they're yeah. what they called Pangea's revenge. So. Pangea's revenge, but just as shocking, and there was a lot of it that had to be cut out, I guess, because of the emotion and the shame that mm. Pangea has about not being able to represent not just her country but the continent of Asia. Yeah. I think, I think much like Juno Birch, um, Jimbo, mm-hmm. they thrive so well in their own like alternative drag which i i love seeing all queens in the show it's those kinds of queens where i'm like you don't need this show like you now have i mean and i think juno Birchton was never on drag race but jimbo it's like you have you have the platform now there are mm-hmm. enough people behind you that like yeah obviously winning would have been great but like moving forward you don't need the legacy of of winning drag race on you. No, but it's also to be said, like, would Jennifer Hudson have won an Academy Award if she didn't get voted off of American Idol? Mm-hmm. So there's, you gotta Maybe start an Oscar. Maybe an Oscar. Is, 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 I, yeah, I love Jimbo. Jimbo is iconic. And Jimbo was on Evan Rose Katz's podcast, Shut Up Evan, and kind of really, like, explained the way that he approaches comedy. And it is very well thought out. So yeah. there, it's not just, you know... Oh, yeah, just coming weird. out of him. Yeah, it's exactly. very produced, which yeah. is brilliant. Yeah. Yes. Any boys? Any boys for you? No, no. Not in the dead of winter. No. I mean, I'm looking, but I'm just not finding anything. 98 Fiance did not spark. Uh, okay. Maybe I need to set my, my dating apps to international. Maybe. Go yeah. global. Tinder will go global for you, which yeah. I learned the hard way. When you ran out of people in Chicago, they go, you know what? We're going to put you global. And I go, I don't want that. And I did not know how to get out of it. Really? Yeah, and I like switch would switch it to like Chicago and like change my parameters. Still gave me people across the world. And were they messaging you? I would match with some real cuties, but it was like they're seven thousand miles away, and I'm like, okay. What if you matched with somebody and you thought they were like the, the real deal, and you, they got you a ticket? Would you fly seven thousand miles away? Well, it depends where I'm flying to. If I'm going to Australia, I'll visit you. I have friends in Australia. If it didn't work out, what's a no-fly zone for you? Yeah, what's a no? <laughs> I mean, probably. <laughs> um, oh God, no! I, I mean, I don't think 
that's actually a really fun hypothetical. Like, would you, if you believed so wholeheartedly that the love of your life lived in a country you've never been to, but you believe that is the love of your life, would you go and visit them? Yeah. What if they were totally catfishing? Well, no, this is assuming you have base times yes, and course. you have, yeah, 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 You're not yeah. flying 7,000 miles to find out what they look like. No, 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 no. no. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. You maybe go with a buddy as like a little vacation, yeah. a couple friends and be like, you guys have fun. I'm going to do this. That's the way to do it. That's the way to do it. I actually saw a play at the Broadway Playhouse. <gasps> the play that goes wrong. wrong. Uh, my friend is starring in it. So she got me mm. some tickets. You told me about that. And it was such a riot. It really yeah. was. I mean, yeah. it was so fun. Like my eyes had to like readjust to seeing yeah. something like that. You know, I'm yes. used to watching TV, mm-hmm. but it was so fun and. She's such a smash. So such a smash. I um went to go see Come From Away. You know the musical? No. So I wasn't really I, I knew the title, but I didn't know much about the story. But it's the true story, completely true, about I think it's like I mean they didn't clearly cover seven thousand people, but it's about, you know, a select few from seven thousand passengers from planes that had to touch down in Newfoundland in Canada. Um, during 9-11 because you like all air transport stopped so for like four or five days these people had to just all stay on this island to like, get back oh up into the God. air again and it was like one woman's son was like a firefighter in new york and this other woman was like the first commercial pilot and she had just gotten lunch with the guy who um was piloting the pentagon plane and he died in that and it's all true and it's so moving and beautiful and the end of it, they disclosed, and I looked it up, and it's something they do that, like, these passengers they profile, like, they, every year in 9-11, go back to Newfoundland and, like, meet up with their friends that they made there, like, when they were staying. It's that's, really beautiful. That's beautiful. Yeah, really beautiful. It was so weird to return to that, the memory of 9-11. Yeah. Like, as an adult. Because, like, I think we get glimpses of it, you know, maybe Especially on Especially in a musical form. <laughs> Right, when you're sitting down for an hour and a half thinking about what 9-11 was as an adult when we were presumably kids, it's mm-hmm. like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Whoa. Wow. God. Did you watch Downfall on Netflix, the I Boeing did. documentary Mm-mm. about the planes that crashed? That's... Is this 5G? Is this the 5G stuff? No. Okay. This is about Boeing's race to outperform um, Airbus, which is their European competitor. Mm. And instead of building a brand new plane, they took an old one, the 737, and they rigged it to be a little bit more effective. And by doing so, they had to put this system in the plane called MCAS, which would counteract the speed and weight of the plane Mm. because it would go nose up all the way based on how it was put together. So the flap in the back would um, adjust so the plane... the nose of the plane would go down. Wow. So they were in such a rush to get this plane to market that they skipped a lot of steps and only put one sensor on this trigger and the sensor is on the outside of the plane. So there's two planes that crashed where these planes had, take, had taken off. Were people off, Full of civilians. Oh these planes God. had taken off and within a couple minutes of taking off, since the plane was going up, to take off the MCAS system faulty triggered and it's sending this thing up and the nose is going straight down and it goes down and then it goes up and it goes down and it goes up. So if MCAS activates a pilot has 10 seconds or less to make a decision that if 
doesn't go well is catastrophic. And we saw that with two planes within five months of each other. Oh my God. Oh, take your time on planes, people. That is not something to cut corners. No, but that's what happens when you try to appease Wall Street and not safety and um, civilian, you know, life. People are so greedy. Yeah. And they refuse to do more pilot training because it would have cost them money. And so Lion Air was the first um, airline to crash with that plane. And there's internal documents where they had specifically asked for further training and internal communications at Boeing was basically making them look like idiots. They were like, they're stupid for even wanting this. They don't even know how to fly. Boeing tried to blame the pilot as being the reason why the plane crashed. And they said that American pilots are superior. Well, they dug this Indian pilot's education out of the box and he got his pilot's license in America. So it's it was an interesting watch. Yeah, that's yeah. absolutely absurd. Maybe take the plane for a ride when it's not loaded up with people, a little test run. Well, they did all these tests and they're like, we need to fix this immediately. But they were just like, no, 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 get it out, get it out, get it out. And they sold like when Air Airbus beat Boeing, it was like 427 planes sold to 326. And over a period of time, Boeing sold 5,000 of these 737 Maxes. And their, you know, stock went up to almost 500 points. And and it's all based in Chicago. I'm just I'm I'm reveling in days of just disgust for the rich and powerful mm-hmm. that is and now i really get it now as mm-hmm. a 30 something well no excuse me 30 year old i'm really i really get the wow fuck the man yeah people don't give a shit these world leaders are gonna be the, if anything's going wrong where they're from they're on the first plane out yeah their asses are safe it's eat or be eaten Sweetheart, it's disgusting. It is. I'm about to delete my Facebook. It's pointless. It is. I've I've given up caring about birthdays now, and I'm like, I know my family's, and that's. I know you have. You forgot about mine. When was yours? Monday. It was Monday. Yeah. Oh my god! Why wouldn't you text me? Did you post anything? Well, that's why. Not really. Well, happy belated birthday. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) Thank you. You're 32. 33. 33. 33. You're 33. Yeah. Oh my god. Well, I consume a lot of vitamins. I wish I felt more remorse, but I remember nobody's birthday. That's all right. I'm not great about birthdays either. And I will say, I do pop onto Facebook (coughs) every once in a while, and I have seen my friend count plummet. Mm -hmm. And I don't think I'm inciting any reason for that other than I think people really are just purging their Facebooks. One of of my best friends that I just officiated their wedding and married had a birthday i believe on monday mm. didn't didn't know monday wasn't a good day for you was it i guess i <laughs> guess not monday was not well happy belated what, did you, what so did you do let's rehash your birthday did you i drove lunch? out to the suburbs i went mm. to jay alexander's i had a mm. proper lunch mm. martini and all mm. and then just um, it was monday so i watched my shows i watched gilded age i did watched nick or Stacey. You alone? i went with nick yeah, yeah i went alone went alone <laughs> i don't know alone. <laughs> um i watched stacy darcy and stacy you know all the good trash mm. tv yeah, yeah yeah you needed that i needed it Oh, good. Yeah. Well, next year I'll remember your birthday. I want you to deliberately forget mine this year. <laughs> I'm not even recognizing mine. Moving forward. May 15th. That's It's such an easy birthday <laughs> to remember. That's like a, a birthday of like a character in a show. That's just such like a graham cracker birthday. May 15th. 
Oh, it's like May. Any May birthday is so um, tired. I know, but I'd probably. I don't know. I don't want to say I wish I was born at a different time, but I feel like if I was not born in the winter, I wouldn't be a socks in bed kind of a person. You're a winter. You are a winter. Baby. I am a Pisces. You. I, I don't care what season. Your season is winter. Really? 100%. I feel like summer. I just am at ease. My skin is literally glowing. Oh, we have a dog. Oh. I think um, morale internally, you might be a summer, but when I think of you, when I think of your essence, it yeah. is like, de- it is this. It's what I'm looking at. <laughs> it's now. blizzard. It is like yeah. head to toe black. Yes. Chic. She's giving you a scarf. And you know why I think it is winter? Because you're tough enough to handle the winter. I am. Yeah. Yeah. You're not like some bullshit Californian that's like, it's 60 and it's cold. No, you're out here roughing it. Yeah. Walking. It, but chicly. Yes. Alex. Tanner. You know what time it is. Oh, look at the time. <gasps> it's time for quick fire questions. Quick fire. Quick fire. Quick fire. Well, speaking of birthdays, um, hypothetically, what what birthday, assuming we live to it, okay. are you most excited for? Hmm. Well, that's an interesting question. I mean, the years are long, but the days are short. So I don't know, you know? It's like I would hope to be able to live long enough to see a thriving, happy, prosperous, equal world. Um, and I would like to see as much of it as I can. Um, but, you know, I look forward to the birthday that I wake up and I don't have to introduce myself anymore because it means I'm successful. Mm. I've made it, mm-hmm. you know? You wake up in Greece and you're just like, oh, I yeah. just got done shooting something. Right. I'm in. Uh, I'm on my way to Positano yeah. to have a coffee on the cliff. Yeah. We don't know when that, but that will happen. You know, I'm jetting back to my condo in Chicago. Something just sparked in my brain of um, the number 38. Like that will be, that will be the birthday for you. Thank you. I love that. Mm-hmm. Mm. I can be patient. Close enough, but definitely far away enough. Yeah. Hmm. No, I feel like I'm at this place now where I really am just like so over what I do and I really need to just chase the dream because it's like I can't keep saying that I want to do something and not do it. I'm wasting my own time. Totally. Yeah. I And this sounds, and again, not to be like a dead horse, but like I think a lot of times when awful things are happening in the world, it gives everyone the opportunity to be like, oh yeah, like this can happen anywhere this can happen at any time what would i like to do knowing Mm -hmm. that i have today you know and not yeah and that's you know something important to always always remember yeah but i also truly believe like if i was given like you have 60 days to live or something Mm -hmm. like i don't think that i would jump into action and start jumping out of planes like i would still be on the couch on monday watching gilded age oh i think absolutely yeah you'd be doing what you love most exactly i think um for most of our lives, we're doing what we're most comfortable with. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times what we're most comfortable with is also what we deeply do love. Yeah. Even if we feel shame around it. Like some days I don't do anything, just order food. But I'm like, I do love doing this. But I've, And I've even doubled down on it. Like with the Skims comforter robe. I'll never mm-hmm. stop. I mean, that was literally one of the greatest gifts I've ever received. It's yeah. changed my life. Changed my, changed my life. Changed my life. <laughs> I don't care. What about you? <laughs> I don't have time for this. I don't have I'm time for you. I think my birthday will be 44, only because 44 is my sacred number. Mm. I don't know what is going to happen then, but... Um, 
hopefully something good. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. What is something that you do most days that nobody else knows about? I mean, maybe just the amount of vitamins I take. How many vitamins do you take? I mean, just the routine in the morning and then at night I always come home and take a vitamin and a couple other vitamins later in the evening. How many supplements do you think you take every day? Six or seven. It's not too bad. It's not too bad. But I mean, it's not like I'm doing it in public or like it's not like I'm the kid at school who has the medicine in the office and I has to get, you know, leave class to go take it. Let's name them. That's a secret. Okay, I'll tell you mine. Okay. Ginkgo biloba. Oh my God, I have them right here. Here they are. I take ginkgo. Okay. I take... L-arginine for circulation because my hands get cold. I take vitamin D. Okay. I take uh, clinical strength biotin because I'm scared about my hair. And I take Smarty Pants Men's Formula, which really omega-3s, stuff for energy, immunity, prostate, heart. And they're delicious. That's kind of my breakfast. You know why you're cold outside? Hmm. You're low in iodine. And low in iodine? Yeah. So eat more fish? Yes. Or just take a trace mineral. Okay. I did, you know, it's funny. I actually have a bottle and those don't expire for a while. So I still have it of trace minerals that you mix in with something. I didn't realize that like it really need to be mixed. So I like put a couple dashes and like just a little bit of water to drink it back. It tasted so bad. Yeah. Like, like bitter lake water. It yeah. was so... I, so good for you, though. So good for you. I mean, obviously, you mix it into something like a, sh- a hearty shake. You're not going to taste it. But, like, essentially on its own, oh, my God. <laughs> bad, 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 bad. <sighs> well, lovely. Yes. Thank you for meeting me today. Uh, of course. <laughs> you sicko. You sick freak. Oh, God. Well, I'm so happy we did this. I'm of so course. happy we celebrated your birthday today. Thank you so <laughs> much. Yes. And we'll keep you posted. We'll keep Everyone you posted. stay safe. Everybody and, stay safe. And yeah, we bye. <laughs> <laughs>